time for the Rockies Rundown, talking all things Colorado Rockies baseball. Here are your hosts, Jerry Schimmel and Tanner Schwint. Welcome in. Hello, Communication Studios. We've got our anthem. We've got our song that we're going to get to in a second. I've got one very simple question for the people of Northern Colorado. I need you today, first of all, because this is a venting session. This is a let's get it all out. Let's cry the pain away. Three and ten for the Colorado Rockies since the All-Star break. Three and ten. I've got one very, very simple question. Anybody got any hope? Got any got anything good going on? Anybody got any positive words about the Colorado Rockies? See, this is what happens, and welcome in Rockies Rundown, presented by Autoplex. This is what happens when Jerry Schimmel's, you know, broadcasting the Rockies game. Just me today. He's a he's the positive guy. And all I've got going on in in my head is this song. That's all I've got today. All the time. It's just three and ten, man. You were you were six games out of the wild card going into the All Star break. You remember? You remember? You remember that time? CJ Crone was an All Star. You you remember that time Chad Cool shut out the Dodgers? When the Rockies, you know, there was a sense of optimism. Chris Bryant was healthy. <laughs> Remember that? I know it's only like two days, but do you remember that? Do you remember when Brady actually talked about the Rockies for a couple days well, consecutively? Because they've given him, they gave him something to talk about. Forty-six and sixty-one. Remember when? Remember when? Remember those times? This is the song that's been going around in my head all day. That's it. When I th- when I think about the Rockies, listen to this. Last uh, they're on a five-game losing streak. Lose to the Dodgers seven to three. Lose to the Padres four to one. Lose to the Padres thirteen to five. Lose to the Padres three to two. You say, well, Tanner, that one was close. Yeah, but you lost in the most heartbreaking fashion there is. A walk off home run by Trent Grisham. Lose to the Padres nine to one. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And now the Rockies are... Hey, this is something. The Rockies are going for a, a new franchise record, Jades. New, franchi- new franchise record. Something they've never done before. You know what it is? You get any guesses? They've never had a five-game sweep before. <laughs> and Joe Musgrove is on the mound this afternoon to try and do that for the Padres. It's It's just... I've got almost no words. I mean, I've got words. Don't worry. They've given up 36 runs in the last five games compared to the 12 that they scored. 36 to 12 in the last five games. This team was so sensitive. There was so much optimism around this team. You, I talked myself into it. I'll be the first to admit it. And uh, I've got a $50 fan duel bet that says so, that proves it. Bet that the Rockies were going to be a wild card team to this year. And listen, on paper, the pieces are are there, right? On paper, and you saw flashes. This team for half the year was competitive. I, I mean, genuinely, genuinely competitive. 
But it was fool's gold. And, 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 you know, it's like, again, I go back to this. I said it early. I said it early on this show. I said it early on Good Morning NoCo. I'm in a very toxic relationship with the Colorado Rockies. Okay? When it's going good, yeah, it's really good. But then they go missing for a couple days. You don't hear from them. They don't text you. They don't respond to your calls. Just nothing. They don't ever bring you flowers. It's always the 3 a.m. you up. Nothing's good about it, but damn, the sex is good. That's about all there is with the Colorado Rockies right now. That's all there is. It was fool's gold. When Chad Cool halfway through the year is arguably your best pitcher, that's not good. Chad Cool couldn't cut it with the Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh freaking Pirates. Couldn't do it. And the Rockies brought him in as their number five guy. He was their ace for half the year. You knew that was going to go away. <laughs> Nine earned runs for Chad Cool yesterday. Jose Iglesias, he was supposed to be that veteran leader at shortstop, that defensive guy, right? He was supposed to be the man the, that really didn't need his bat. <laughs> He's the second best player on the team. CJ Crone's number one. Jose Iglesias is batting 309. Who's better, Jade? Who's had the better year outside of CJ Crone? Jose Iglesias has been your second best player. You can maybe argue. No, I'm curious. Who are you throwing out there? Connor Joe, maybe. Connor Joe, okay. But but even, like, Connor Joe's in a horrible slump right now at the plate. He's been doing really good defensively. Defensively, great. Defensively, you know, he can't climb into the stands and bring back all the home run balls that everybody's hitting off of our pitchers. Jose Iglesias defensively has been solid this year. And then 309 at the plate. So I was talking with uh, Brady Hole, host of the whole show that you just heard earlier today. And he goes, okay, you know, philosophically speaking, and we're going to dive into a lot of these because it's time to it's it's time for big brain activity to figure out what's going on with the Colorado Rockies and and how do you solve it? We said early this year that the Arizona Diamondbacks were going to be in the cellar of the NL West. Well, guess what? The Colorado Rockies are firmly there, forty six and sixty one. But staying on the Jose Iglesias topic. I think this could be the overall answer for the Rockies. Obviously not this year, not next year, but as they move forward, Jose Iglesias' style of players are the answer. Well, Tanner, what do you mean? You want a veteran shortstop who's been in the league for 11 years and he only hits three home runs? No. No, that's not what I'm saying. But if you look at his splits this year, from when he's batting at home and when he's batting on the road. He is a much better hitter on the road. Like like a, a, a much, much better hitter on the road than he is at home. Which, as we know, Coors Field is a, it is a hitter's dream. It's a, it's a great ballpark to be a batter in. But he's better on the road. Why does that make any sense? Okay, here's why. Because he's got the experience from other places to say, okay, I'm going to keep my swing the same. And we know baseball is so finicky. It's so finicky in these ways that it's not like Jose Iglesias is having you know terrible starts at home. But he's just got the experience to say, okay, the altitude is not going to change anything for me. I'm going to keep my swing the exact same when we go on the road. Go on the road, you find those little crevices, those little creeks, right? 
and he's been great at it. You got to find those consistent guys, not the guys that go out there and have a great year. They tear it up, or even, and I know I'm probably going to piss off a lot of Rockies fans right now, but I don't know if there's a lot left at this point. The CJ Crones. CJ Crone, they brought him in on a veteran minimum deal to be a triple A player to have some depth at first base. He comes up because he's killing it at triple A, and he had a great end of the year last year. And he had a great start of the year this year. But CJ Crone, your all star, is batting 281 right now. He has been horrible since the all star break. By the way, Char- uh, Charlie Blackman goes down swinging to Joe Musgrove, top of the first inning. CJ Crone is a flash in the pan. The Rockies buy in on these guys who show these glimmers and say, okay, they, they can sustain it. Well, no. And the Rockies, instead of going and investing in these guys who have had some proven years, and I get it, they, they don't have the they don't have the salary, but to, to do it, they don't have the the wallet, the checkbook to go get the Juan Sotos of the world and thing like things like that. But they have the ability to spend money. We've seen it. They've just been giving it to the wrong guys. Instead of guys like Jose Iglesias, you know, they go with guys like Ryan McMahon. Yeah, he's a hometown favorite. He's, a, he's younger. He's shown flashes. Ryan McMahon, after his huge contract, 238. A guy with the size of his contract, if you can pull up his contract details for me if you would, Jaden. But a guy with his size of contract flirting with the Mendoza line? That is just absolutely ridiculous. Well, Tanner is fielding. His fielding. You mean the 13 errors that he's committed this year? He had six all of last year. He's doubled it and then some. Good good defensive player for the most part, but he just hasn't been there. You give him this big contract, he's batting 238. What was his contract? Six years, 70 million. Guaranteed. Six, 70 million guaranteed. What was it overall? Do you have that there? It was uh, like 138, I think, right? Something like that. It's right around there. You got a guy with 13 errors on your team batting 238. With seventy million guaranteed and one hundred thirty-eight, pull up Chris Bryant's for me while you're there too, Shades. I like the Chris Bryant signing still, but the guy has been so injury prone. And Jerry Schimmel's told us on this program right here, Elleris Montero with a single there on the top of the first. But Jerry Schimmel's told us this on air that the Rockies' news. Excuse me, never mind. It wasn't Elleris Montero. It was Jose Iglesias, of course, bragging him up little, little bloop single against Joe Musgrove. All-star pitcher. But Jerry Schimmel has told us that Bill Schmidt knew that Chris Bryant was dealing with injuries. And we can rip on Chris Bryant all we want. We can rip on Bill Schmidt. You knew it. You knew what was coming of it. Why not tell Chris Bryant, you're not even getting the year started. Go get your back taken care of. Get your body fully healthy. Because we know athletes, we, we've watched them, we, we've followed them. When something goes wrong, other parts of the body start compensating for it, right? When your back's hurting, that means more wear on other parts of your body. Chris Bryant finally gets back in the lineup. He's like, my back feels great. Well, those other parts of the the other parts of the body haven't had the time to heal that the back did. So now plantar fasciitis. He's walking around with a boot on right now, probably done for the year. He should have been done. He shouldn't have never started the year until he was fully healthy. What was his contract? Uh, seven year, hundred eighty two million with a seven million dollars signing bonus. So one hundred eighty nine million for a guy in Chris Bryant who has taken 
160 at-bats for you. (laughs) It's just, and again, it makes no sense. None of it makes any sense. So we're voicing our frustrations today. Want to hear from you. The text line, 888-530-0043. You can call us at 970-353-1310. If you think you've got answers, I want to hear them as well. We're open. The phone line's open for the entire hour, 970-353-1310. Because, yeah, there's one of the issues is the players that they're giving big money to. Chris Bryant and Ryan McMahon. Both coming into the... You know, I, I still believe Chris Bryant's in his prime, 100% but he just wasn't healthy. So I'll give Bill Schmidt a pass on Chris Bryant. Ryan McMahon, he's coming into his prime. He had one, two pretty solid years. But I think Dick Montfort got so eager to show, yeah, we, we will spend money that they're doing it to the, they're giving it to the wrong guys. We're going to talk more about Dick Montfort when we come back on the other side because, yeah, as you can imagine, the owner of the team plays a big role in what's going on with it for a team that is... 46 and 61. For everybody who was celebrating that, who took the over 67 and a half wins for the Colorado Rockies early this year, it's nervous times right now. Get to some of your texts when we come back on the other side as well. The Rockies are taking on the San Diego Padres right now. Jose Iglesias over at second base, two outs. Ryan McMahon at the at the plate. We'll keep you updated on that as we go along this afternoon as well. You're listening to Rockies Rundown presented by Autoplex on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 at 1310 KFK. Northern Colorado's voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Touching hands. Reaching out. Touching me. Touching you. Death taxes in the Colorado Rockies leaving runners on base. They leave two stranded in the top of the first inning against Joe Musgrove. And we head to the bottom of the first, still scoreless. Welcome into Rockies Rundown, presented by Autoplex. Listen, that uh, the heat waves are still not gone. You need your car looking good. And keeping it cool on the inside, a window tint can help you a lot with that. Check out Autoplex. Mention KFKA to get 10% off any heat-blocking window tints that you're going to look for. It is Autoplex. Talking uh, and venting about the Colorado Rockies here today. And hopefully walking away with a little bit of hope. Because that's, 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 that's our miniature poll question here for Rockies Rundown today. Do you have any hope? I think to it, it, it's like we're we're <laughs> we're on our recovery process, right? Acceptance is the first first stage, right? Or gr- is it grief? What what is the stage of? I don't even know. I don't know. Maybe it's grief first. We're going through grief, but acceptance is next. I think we're at the acceptance spot. I think you've had more quote unquote fans accept the fact that the Rockies aren't going to be good this year. But what's next? We got to find answers. It's tough to cheer for the Rockies when at the top of the organization, you're handcuffed by Dick Montfort. And before I talk about Dick Montfort, every single time, I want to be clear. I think that Dick Montfort is an incredible businessman. 
He does so much good for Northern Colorado and Greeley. Very smart man. There's no doubt about it. Doesn't know a damn thing about running a baseball team. It's been proven. And there's a couple issues with that. It's the people that he's hiring underneath of him. He who shall not be named. Jeff Breidich. Now you're going to Bill Schmidt. It's like we're going over and over again. Analytics in baseball, I I would argue that there's more advanced analytics in baseball that have more of an impact than any other sport. Than any other sport. And yet the Rockies don't subscribe to hardly any of it. And if they are, they're misreading their analytics. Because what they're putting on the field, it just doesn't mesh. What is the identity of the Colorado Rockies? Well, okay, maybe you think, okay, it's got to be the starting pitching this year with Freeland and Marcus. Yeah, so two of the five, that's your identity? Well, the Rockies have a bunch of big power bats. They're going to just smash home runs. Well, your home run leader has 22 home runs. You know who's in second on that? That's Charlie Blackman. In his late 30s, 36 years old, Charlie Blackman is your second leader in home runs. Third and three and a, uh, two, uh, and a tie for third place. Brendan Rodgers with 10 home runs. Who, Jades, just hit his first home run on the road last week. <laughs> first home run on the road from Brendan Rodgers happened last week. He is tied for third for the most home runs for the Colorado Rockies. With who? Randall Gritchick. Who Gritchick has been coming on. He's been ninth. Ryan McMahon has eight home runs. So they're not a power-hitting team. Well, we're going to bat for average. We're going to get people on. We're going to move them around. Right now, you've got C.J. Crone over the 250 mark. That's all we're looking for. you got C.J. Crone batting 281. You've got Charlie Blackman batting 266. Brendan Rodgers batting 282. Uh, Jose Iglesias batting 309. And you've got Randall Gritchick batting 250. That's it. That's not going to get it done. In today's MLB, where it has shifted to home run or strikeout, they're not doing any, they're, well, they're doing the strikeout part, portion really well. They're not hitting the home runs and they're not hitting for average. So that's not working. And it's the same thing over and over. Nobody's ever said it, but they're damn sure not a bullpen team. They're not a lockdown pitching staff in the bullpen. You had two that were. You had Daniel Bard, and you had Tyler Kinley. All it took was one injury for that bullpen to explode, and that's what happened. Dick Montfort keeps bringing the same type of guys in over and over, and what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over. Now, there's a couple of guys you can build around here. I think what they're doing with Kyle Freeland as he strikes out Profar to start the bottom of the first inning, I think he's the guy. I I think Kyle Freeland is the guy that you build around. Kyle Freeland's stats have been okay when you just look at him at a glance, but then when you dive in back to that deep analytics that the Rockies never dive into, he's had the fifth worst run production from his offense on the road when he pitches in the entire major league. That's not going to get it done. I don't care who the pitcher is, unless you're talking about a guy like Jacob deGrom when he's healthy. The Rockies don't have an identity, and neither does the owner, and that's an issue. Bill Schmidt, from all accounts, and listen, Jerry Schimmel, who, who's my co-host on the show, uh, normally, he's he's a big Bill Schmidt guy. 
And I don't doubt that Bill Schmidt's an incredible person, but this team has a lot of work to do. And Bill Schmidt's comments after the trade deadline is a reflection of Dick Monfort, where he says, listen, we're trying to keep up with the Joneses, but that's not possible right now. And to a certain point, I, I respect him for being real by saying, yeah, we're not gonna be able to we're not gonna be able to spend what the Padres are doing. We're not gonna be able to spend what the Dodgers are doing. Okay, I agree with that. But what about the Diamondbacks and the Giants, who are both the the, the Diamondbacks are bad and the Giants are trending downward? What about them? There's a difference between trying to keep up with the elite of the elite and being competitive. Right now you're not doing either. So that 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 one didn't catch me as wrong as it did a lot of people. The one that really bugged me was when he said about being the only team, the only team in professional baseball to not make a deal at the deadline. 29 other teams did. Your Colorado Rockies did not. He said the one thing that people aren't talking about is that we're the only team that re-signed somebody. That's just factually inaccurate. That's just not true, Bill. That one really irritated me. It's like, hey, ignore the negatives. It felt like he was just shining these, dangling these little shiny keys in front of us. Like, look over here. No, it's not that bad. We re-signed him. You re-signed a 37-year-old closer who, again, has done what? Before this year, you know, he was battling back to try and be able to pitch again. And now he's been really good. But another example of a flash-in-the-pan guy in Colorado that the Rockies give an extension to. It doesn't make any sense. Dick Montfort has to declare the identity of this team. He has to declare, we are going to be this. We are going to be a home-run power baseball team. You can win like that. He saw it in 2007. Because you paired that with... Mediocre to good pitching. Aaron Cook, Jeff Francis, that group. That worked out. But they were the identity was that they were an offensive baseball team. Okay, you say Kyle Freeland, Aramon Marquez. That's going to be our identity. Okay, go add some pitching depth. I don't care what it is. I'm up to try anything new. I'm tired of the same old, same old. And that's what they keep doing. Kyle Freeland punches out two, and then Juan Soto grounds into a... Grounds out to first base. One, two, three, first to inning for the Rockies. Just got to declare an identity. And here's where I'll have a little bit of hope for you. Hopefully you can come along with me. These prospects that the Rockies have right now, they look good. We're going to dive into that next. It's Rockies Rundown presented by Autoplex on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1, 1310 KFK.
We're, we're working through our Rockies pains today here on Rockies Rundown presented by Autoplex. Let's get to a couple of your J9 Agency's text line questions. Uh, texter here, will the Rockies win another series this year? Um, I, would, I mean, just with how many games are left, they have to win one, right? I can tell you which one it's not going to be. It's not going to be the six-game series they got in L.A. to wrap up the season, taking on the Dodgers. Mayor Gates will be sure to let me know about that. Like, the Arizona Diamondback series, they should go and win. First time all year, which is kind of ironic. First time all year, they'll be facing Madison Bumgarner tomorrow. But Airman Mark is on the mound. St. Louis series, not going to win that. Diamondback series again. Then St. Louis. Then San Francisco. They should... They should beat the Texas Rangers at home. <laughs> really, though? Your chances are slim. The Chicago Cubs, uh, you're in Chicago to take them on? I mean, you could win two out of the three there, right? That's possible. That's doable. The Diamondbacks, they still have a lot of games with. But at home against Milwaukee, not going to happen. On the road against Atlanta, not going to happen. On the road against the Mets, not going to happen. You got to go see Cincinnati, so maybe you can beat up the Reds? Maybe? Will they win another series this year, Jaden? Yeah, they'll win a couple, but I'm just curious to see if they win 10 games this month. In August? Yeah. 10? Yeah. Whoo! Oh, boy, it's going to be low. It's a good thing football's here. What? How many did they win in July? Look that up for me. It wasn't many. It wasn't many at all. Another text here. Again, the text line, 888-530-0043. Talking about the trade deadline and Daniel Bard. You could have got prospects for him with how desperate competitive teams get for bullpen help. That's right. And here's the thing. Here's where I was at with Bard. When the Rockies were six games back uh, from the wild card after the uh, all-star break, I thought you should hold on to him. There's not a whole lot of wear and tear on that arm. But at the end of the day, he's 37. But as you were sitting, was that just yes? No, two days ago with the trade deadline, you had to move on. And they didn't. Because if you can add on to this prospects list, let me give you some names. Let me give you some names. How many games they win in, in July? I counted 13. 13. Good, good, good. That makes me happy. Let me give you some names to watch out for. Young guys, and of course, there's still a long way to go, a lot of variables. But here are some guys that really national media are saying, okay, the Rockies the Rockies uh, farm system looking pretty good right now. Zach Veen. I know Jaden gets excited every time Zach Veen is brought up. And maybe this is the first time you've, you're hearing about this kid. Zach Veen has been incredible in A-plus baseball. So it's a step up from, from single A. Zach Veen is a guy who stole 50 bases this year. Stole 50. He tried 53 times, got caught three times, but stole 50 bases. He's batting 273. Uh, MLB has him ranked number 20 on their top 100 prospect yep, list. Their top, yep, their top batters. So you got number 20 there with Zach Veen. Let me talk to you about another guy who you should have heard by now. Ezekiel Tovar. He's the closest one to getting ready for the major leagues is Ezekiel Tovar. A shortstop, this is why Jose Iglesias was signed for a year-long contract. I don't know what they're going to do next year at shortstop because Tovar won't quite be ready. He'll probably get called up 
for certain stints. He'll have the spring training with the Rockies. But he's a six foot, they got him listed at 162 pounds shortstop who is everything. He's got pop in the bat, he can hit for average, and he's one of the best defensive shortstops that's come through the the ranks here in a while in the minor leagues. Ezekiel Tovar, he'll be the first one you hear about. Zach Veen probably won't be right behind him. According to MLB.com, Zach Veen and Ezekiel Tovar's ETA of when they'll make it into the bigs, 2023. But if the Rockies are like this for much longer, it'll probably be sooner. Drew Romo, a catcher. He's a switch hitting catcher, 6'1", 205, 20 years old. Drew Romo smashes baseballs, and he's got a plus arm. Your top three prospects right now are looking really solid. You know, and we've seen flashes from another guy, Elleris Montero. He's got the start today that they're trying out. He's got the capability. He just hasn't put it all together yet. And will he? I don't know. That's the question. Last one that I wanted to get to. Michael Tolia, a first baseman. 6'5", 226, switch hitter. The amount of switch hitters that the Rockies have coming up is just ridiculous. And it's exciting. It's so exciting to see. Because it has been forever since you've had a guy. I, I can't really remember a switch hitter for the Rockies in, in recent future or in recent past. I cannot. Ezekiel Tovar that I was just talking about, what's he doing at the minor league level? Oh, he's just batting a cool 318 right now. That's it. Just a cool 318. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Talking about that pop from some of these guys. Zach Veen, who we just said stole 50 bases, also has 11 home runs so far this year. So he's got a little bit of pop in that bat as well. Ezekiel Tovar, 13 home runs, batting 318 in AA. The prospect list for the Colorado Rockies looks good. It, it, it really does. But you're a couple years away. And that's about it. Yeah, Dexter here, good call. Dexter Fowler. He was he was batting switch for the Rockies. The prospect list is there. But Jaden, let me ask you this. Let me pose this question to you. I want to pose it to the to the listeners out there as well. Feel free to chime in 888-530-0043. Call us 970-353-1310. Do you have any trust in the Rockies farm system right now to develop these guys the right way? No, I don't because they, well, for one, they don't have a history of doing it. Two, they don't have a history of having guys who they can really develop. They don't ever have a bright farming system. And three, they, they're they just not good. <laughs> yeah, no, the farm system hasn't. And, you know, and this is another thing, going back to Dick Montford, he promoted his son to be the director of scouting, which I actually think... I don't think it's as bad of a move as people think it is. They're like, oh, this is just nepotism. Yeah, that probably played a little bit of a role, and yeah, he should get some criticism for that. But this kid has worked his way up. Sterling Montford has worked his way up from working on the grounds crew all the way through. All the way through. There is a, uh, oh, what a catch. What a catch by Sam Hilliard. He just robbed another home run from Brandon Jury. He was almost over the entire wall. Rockies game going on right now. 
Kyle Freeland can't believe he takes his, his cap off, tips his hat to him. Josh Bell with a single first, and then Brandon Drury came up off of Kyle, Kyle Freeland. I mean, the whole section is standing up. That looked like a bomb, and what a play by Sam Hilliard. And that's another guy. Like, are you ready to write Sam Hilliard off? I'm not. The guy's got the physical attributes. He's just got to quit swinging outside of the strike zone. Again, you got thoughts? Call us 970-353-1310. But Sam Hilliard is a guy that's got all of the physical attributes. And for some of these guys, you see it all the time. For some of these guys, it's just, and it's there. I'm not really ready to write off Sam Hilliard. But here's where you're at. And, Jades, I will give you credit for this. And I don't like giving you credit, but I will give you credit for this. Okay? You were exactly right when you said you need to just strip it all down, get rid of those veterans that you think are keeping you close, when you were flirting with that six game five, six games back of the wild card, strip it down and go get the prospects. Got a caller up on the line. Caller, welcome into Rockies Rundown. Hey, Tanner, how you doing? Lonnie, what's going on, my friend? Hey, not too much. What about yourself? Oh, just uh, venting about the Rockies here on a Thursday afternoon. Oh, I tell you what, that had that has to be the most pitiful game I've ever listened to last night. Oh boy, nine to one, and it mm-hmm. just it felt like there was no fight coming from the Colorado Rockies. No, I don't. And right now, I just don't have no confidence at all. I mean, I just want to get this whole season over with right now. Yeah, no, that, I'm I'm in the exact same boat, Lonnie. So, I mean, do you think it's time for a complete rebuild? Do you tear it all down and try and build back up with some of these prospects I was just talking about? I think it is. I've been wanting, I've been been for that for a long time. It's time to somebody come in here and just clean this team up, like the like the Padres said with their team at one time. Yeah, right. And look at where the Padres are now. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a great point, Lonnie. What uh, a guy like Sam Hilliard and some of these guys are there? Is there some talent here that you'd like to see, or do you think it just needs to be everybody in a, a complete complete turnover? It just needs to be a complete overhaul. Yeah. All right. Appreciate the call, Lonnie. Hey, no problem. Hey, the, I, I, and it's hard to argue with that. Chad Cool last night goes five innings, nine earned runs. So if you're going to get a guy like this and get him cheap from the Pittsburgh Pirates, I didn't hate the signing. I didn't hate the move one bit when they brought him on. They needed depth. But you're at this point in the year, Chad Cool, his stats have been good enough to move him at the deadline. You know, and they didn't. And they just didn't. So why not at this point move on from a guy like Chad Cool, bring some of those prospects up? Now, I will be, to, to be fair, the pitching prospects for the Colorado Rockies are not great. It's not stellar there. But you're at this point, you got to move on. And let's not forget in, in all of this, and we're voicing our Rockies frustrations today, but let's not forget in all of this, too, the centerpiece of the Nolan Arenado deal, who was it? Austin Gomber. Who's coming out of your bullpen now? That's it. That deal was horrocious, horrocious, whatever. Horrible, horrendous, horrocious, both of those combined. Just terrible. And yet, Dick Monfort's still in charge of this team. And I know there's there's not a ton that you can do, but we, the fans, can hold him accountable. Here's the thing, though. There's not enough diehard Rockies fans who are making up a lot of the income he's making anyways. Because it is the Cubs fans. It is the Dodgers fans. It's all of these other fans that come in and they still fill up the seats at Coors Field. Well, not just that, but it's a lot of the younger guys who are just going out there to have a couple beers with their buddies. That's right. 
That's right. And I will never knock him for it because I, I, I do the same. I gave more of my money than I'd like to admit to Dick Monfort and, and, and the Rockies this year. So that's the only way that it starts to change, I think. It's a rebuild time. The prospects are there. Again, the names to remember. Zach Veen, 50 stolen bases. Ezekiel Tovar, all around, hell of a shortstop. Drew Romo, switch hitting catcher. Remember those names. It won't be this year. Probably not next year. But when it is time, these will be the faces. And mark my words right here on August 4th, right now on Rockies Rundown, these will be the players who turn the Colorado Rockies around. Plain and simple. It's Rockies Rundown presented by Autoplex. The Colorado Rockies are uh, tied up with the San Diego Padres, 0-0 in the bottom of the second inning. I can't get over that catch by Sam Hilliard. I like like Sam Hilliard's a guy I want to love. I want that to be the guy. He's got the physical attributes for it. Can he do it? Can the Rockies provide the coaching and the training for him to do it? I don't know. Kyle Freeland does look sharp, though. Into the second inning, 0-0. And with that, we'll take a break as well. Rockies Rundown presented by Autoplex on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFK. Rockies fan, keep the trash talk going. It's working. <laughs> Brian Servin single to start the top of the third inning. Charlie Blackman swung at a pitch and popped it up. I mean, it was a mile high, but it was against the shift. And Jerkson Profar for the Padres didn't get there for some reason. I don't know, but runners first and second. Nobody out. Jose Iglesias at the plate. You want some play-by-play here, Jades? Musgrove comes set. The wind-up, the delivery on the way, that's in there. Strike one. All right, there you go. Let me get a couple more of your texts here coming in. Uh, appreciate the conversation today. I have no faith in the front office. They could have traded Trevor Story last year or John Gray last year and got a load of prospects, and there were many options to trade this year and pick up some prospects, but they decided to stick to this plan that's not working. 100% agree. And what sucks is that I didn't think Bill Schmidt was going to be the same guy. And I don't know why. I Again, like I said, I, I kind of get my my, uh, my blinders on when it comes to the Rockies. I want to believe so damn badly that this year is going to be different. Again, it's the toxic relationship. This time's going to be different. I just know they've changed. They love me this time. Nope. Nope. You're just a booty call. That's all we are for the Rockies. It's just ridiculous. And it's the same thing, and nothing's going to change as long as Dick Monfort is in charge. But what I don't understand is that even in 2007, like I was just talking with Clark Johnson, uh, host of Clark and the Coach, before I came in here, and we were, he said, man, if, if they would just win, you think Monfort's making money now, wait until he sees what happens when they win. He did see. He saw it in 2007 when they went to the World Series. And he didn't care. It's just mind-boggling to me. When's the next time? When's the next time the Rockies make the playoffs? 
less uh, less than five years, more than five years. Well, that's what if it's five years. That's what wasn't that Dick Montford his famous quote as he was up here with the Friends of Baseball event a couple years back. We're gonna look to try and make the playoffs once every five years. Boy, that'll get us fired up, Montford. If you're a billionaire who doesn't care about sports or doesn't care about winning a championship for the team that you buy, don't buy a sports team. Go get rich, go get wealthy in whatever whatever way that you got there and leave the hearts and the souls of the fans of the state and the city that you're in alone. There's no reason to, to drag us along like this. And Dick Monfort is it's exactly what he's doing. Again, I've got nothing against Dick Monfort, the person. A lot of good stuff that he does. A lot of good stuff that he does. But baseball owner Dick Monfort, I've got an issue with. An extreme issue with. It was a drive right at the shortstop by Iglesias caught, but they weren't able, Servant's able to get back there in time. Brian Servant's a guy. Like, do you see these flashes and you want to believe, but we've been burnt so many times? Okay, so make the playoffs. You're saying five years, Jade. What about getting to the World Series? Will it be 20 years before the Rockies get to the World Series? More than 20 years? I can't believe that. I, I, I just can't. I will, I will die in the aloe communications right here if I say that out loud. We've got to sniff a World Series before then. I'm not saying win one. You've got to get there. There's certain changes to baseball that need to be made, though, as well. Salary cap needs to be implemented. And they need to they need to start punishing teams who aren't actively trying to get better. Who are okay with the minimum salary, the minimum payment on the payroll. They just want to sit there. You got to find a way to punish them. All right. One last negative comment to see if I can jinx the Rockies into a good thing. Runners first and second, nobody out. Now one out. I'm going to guarantee that they don't score this inning in the top of the third. Big thanks to Jaden for producing today. I'm Tanner Schwent. You can hear us talk with Jerry Schimmel tomorrow morning on Good Morning NoCo at 835. Catch all of Good Morning NoCo from 6 to 10. Big thanks to Autoplex for the show. We'll be back at it next Thursday. Rich Eisen coming your way next.